My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Need pain relief? Gruska's Topical Mist Spray-On Water-Based Carbon 60 Suspension quickly absorbs into the skin, penetrating into muscles and joints to help reduce oxidative stress and inflammation. Spray it on to mist away your pain. Visit c-60.com or call 720-600-6040. Be sure to tell them that Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Today's show is brought to you by NaturallyInspiredMinerals.com. If I could pick only one supplement to take with me on a deserted island, it would probably be my plant-derived minerals. I've been taking these minerals for years now, and I can't say enough about them. Our bodies need efficient amounts of minerals, many in trace amounts, to function at optimum levels. Keep your mineral levels high and your body feeling good with NaturallyInspiredMinerals.com while supporting our show. Welcome to Naturally Inspired Radio, coming to you from Wild County, Colorado, a right-to-farm community in the heartland of America. 
providing real solutions for healthy living. Get back to basics. Defend your right to health. Big Pharma, big insurance, big food needs a big overhaul. Naturally Inspired Radio, helping people feel good so they can do what they love for longer. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to your Wednesday. It's a beautiful day in northern Colorado as we continue on with this awesome fall weather. I feel grateful. I hope you do too. You can find a moment to express gratitude for all the things that are good, even though it's pretty dark in the world these days. Uh, Today, I'm very excited because I have an awesome guest. And by now, if you're part of our audience here at Naturally Inspired, um, you know, and you probably have somewhat of an instinct that there's a little, you know, it's reasonable to have a distrust for what people in the government tell us these days, (laughs) to say the least. And um, what we try to do with Naturally Inspired Radio is help inform and contribute to that shift that needs to take place in the way we consume news and information and how we discern what's really happening in the world. That's, that's, that's a culture shift that needs to happen. And uh, today, the media, as we know, I mean, it's, it's owned by essentially six corporations. They own 90% of the media that we see in mainstream. And so we're better served by independent journalists. These are people that are bound by their own ethics. They're, they, they have drive that motivates them to uncover the truth. And today we get to talk to one of those people. We get to talk to Nick Bryant. Um, very courageous guy. He is a very courageous guy and is uh, methodical in his work. He's a writer whose work has focused on the plight of disadvantaged children in the United States, and he has been published in numerous national journals as well as mainstream magazines. He has spent seven years investigating a child sex trafficking network that resulted in the Franklin scandal. His book, A Story of Power Brokers, Child Abuse and Betrayal. Bryant is the co-author of Confessions of a DC Madam, the politics of sex, lies, and blackmail. And he also was the person who published Epstein's Little Black Book in 2015. That was four years before the case broke nationally. And he's, he's written extensively on this topic. He also has a new book about to come out, which I can't wait. It's called Watergate. It's a tale of ex- extraordinary lies and liars. And just reading about this book that's about to come out, I think it's going to parallel a lot of what we've been seeing on uh, going on in politics today. So I can't wait to ask him about that. So without further ado, please, I'm so grateful to welcome Nick Bryant to Naturally Inspired. How are you doing today, Nick? Well, I'm doing good, and I'm glad to be on Naturally Inspired. I'm feeling inspired naturally. (laughs) I love it. Are you there in New York? I'm right in the middle of New York City. I'm close to Times Square. It's a very different topography than rural Colorado. I can imagine that. How have you done there 
over the last three and a half years. It must have been, it must be the most insane place to be on the planet, is it? Well, it was kind of like the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> uh, I, I like I live in Midtown, and um, I'm used to seeing droves of people, like rivers of people on the streets or on the sidewalks, and um, and it was very strange. Uh, it was like the sidewalks are barren for a while. Yeah, and and, and now and, are they full again? Yes. Yeah. And where I live, there's a lot of hotels. The tourist industry is huge. And a lot of the homeless people, they, they're able to make a lot of money because of tourism and tourists passing them by and giving them money. But then that revenue dried up for them. So it became kind of an interesting situation in, in midtown Manhattan. I bet. And we've heard in the news that you're seeing a lot of, um, you know, immigrants just kind of being dropped in the city. Can you speak to that? Are you seeing that firsthand? No, I'm not seeing any of that. Um, I do know that that is happening, but um, I I live in Midtown, so I'm not really touched by that at all. I see. Well, I want to start with the Franklin scandal and um, we have listeners that I know, our, our audience is very informed, but I do know that we have some new listeners that may kind of just be waking up to the reality of the world. So I want to give a brief overview of what, could you give us a brief overview of the Franklin scandal, the pedophile network that ran for 12 years, and just give us a, an, a, a view of that scandal. Well, the Franklin scandal gets its name from a credit union, the Franklin Franklin Community Federal Credit Union, and there was uh, the the guy who ran it. His name was Lawrence E. King. Was from, uh, this takes place in Omaha, Nebraska, and there were kids that had approached social services and said that he was flying them around and, and making child pornography. And social services went to federal and state law enforcement, and they were just simply ignored. No no one did anything. And then the Franklin Credit Union came up about $40 million short, and it hadn't been audited in four years. King had the connection to stave off audits for, for federal audits for four years. And they, a credit union, a federal insured credit union needs to be audited once every year. So a group of uh, Nebraska senators formed the Franklin Committee to look into the money that was in the $40 million that was embezzled because it was primarily a credit union for lower socioeconomic people that had, that was supposed to have like $2.5 million in it. And once they formed this subcommittee, social services personnel went to them and said, Lawrence King is a thief, but he's also running an interstate pedophile network. So, they started investigating that. And ultimately what happened is they were just rolled over by the corruption of federal and state authorities. And there were homicides uh, and strange suicides and strange deaths. And ultimately the, and, and a number of kids did come forward. The FBI was intimidating a lot of the kids not to come forward or the kids that had, 
talking about being abused, the FBI pressured them to recant uh, accounts of their abuse. And there were two grand juries, uh, state and federal grand jury, that covered it up. It had to be covered up at all costs because if the dominoes had started falling in Omaha, Nebraska, they would have fallen all the way to Washington, D.C. And this was this was very much a blackmail enterprise. I mean, the Epstein scandal is so similar to the Franklin scandal, except uh, the Franklin scandal is Republicans molesting little boys, and the Epstein scandal is Democrats molesting little girls. I guess that's where the real partisan divide is amongst our politicians. And Ultimately, what happened is two grand juries, and in the Franklin scandal, I managed to get. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Nick Bryant. You're going to learn so much more about this Franklin scandal, but also we're going to talk how this relates to what we see that goes on today. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on Naturally Inspired Radio. I'm going to Jackson. I'm going to mess around. Yeah, I'm going. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7 to 8-foot tall flowering tree for only two sixty nine fifty, and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only two seventy. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the tree farm. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360. We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. We're back. This is Naturally Inspired Radio. We're talking to Nick Bryant. Head over to Twitter. Hey, follow Nick underscore Bryant on Twitter. You can check out his website at nickbryantnyc.com. Also has a podcast, which is awesome. I've been binging them this week. It's called the Nick Bryant Podcast. And he's going to have a new book coming out, too, called Watergate, A Tale of Extraordinary Lies and Liars. Uh, Before the break... You were describing, Nick, that these dominoes would fall all the way to Washington. This, these kinds of stories are unbelievable to many people because, you know, good people have a hard time <laughs> accepting that real true evil exists and that these horrific things could be happening to children. People have a hard time accepting that. And so can we get into just how this type of uh, the mechanism, rather, the infrastructure 
of how extortion, an extortion ring works in terms of like power brokers that you mentioned, like uh, Craig Spence, and even people like Rusty Nelson, who, um, you know, how, what his role was in it. Because I, I, I think if people start to really understand how this thing, how widespread it is and who's involved in it, then it starts to become a lot more uh, realistic to them and they understand how this is truth. This happened. With the Franklin scandal, I really, I spent seven years on it and I showed that it, there was children being flown around. And most of the fly, and as I said, there were two grand juries that were used to cover it up, but I managed to acquire the sealed testimony and documentation of one of the grand juries. So I was able to show how corrupt that grand jury is. Your listeners probably don't know about how easy it is to corrupt grand juries. Um, when the term grand jury is espoused, it's, it's like, the gods of jurisprudence have sent down a dictum. But actually, grand juries are very, very easy to corrupt. The, it's, it, it all depends upon the special prosecutor. A special prosecutor is chosen for a grand jury, and, and grand jurors are just citizens that have shown up for jury duty. And whatever the special prosecutor wants the grand jurors to see, they will see. Whatever witnesses they want the grand jurors to hear, they will call. So there was a New York Supreme Court judge that said uh, special prosecutors of grand juries have so much power over grand juries that they could get them to indict a ham sandwich. <laughs> so in the case of the Franklin scandal, um, none of the perpetrators were indicted, and two of the kids refused to recant their abuse, and they were indicted on multiple counts of perjury. One was looking at 60 years in prison, and one was looking at 200 years in prison. Um, and the young woman that was looking at 200 years in prison was, her name was Alicia Owen. And she was brought before a kangaroo court that found her guilty of perjury. And she was sentenced between nine and 15 years. And the authorities really tried to destroy her. And we're, we're talking a 20 year old girl by putting her in solitary for two years, nearly two years. Wow. And what was important about that is both grand juries said that there was no child abuse. And so she had to be found guilty to sanctify those grand juries. And they barely got Alicia, as corrupt as that trial was, they barely got Alicia. So they immediately dropped the charges against the other uh, boy that refused to recant his abuse. But what, was, what the FBI was protecting and what the Department of Justice was protecting was a system of blackmail. And a number, I, I managed to acquire a number of the flight receipts. And most of the flight receipts go to, or passenger manifests go to Washington, D.C., where there was a party house that was equipped with uh, audiovisual blackmail apparatuses, or apparatus. And, um, and if you took part in any of the things that went down in that house, you, you were blackmailed. And, and that house was owned by a CIA asset named Craig Spence. And he was blackmailing, I believe, for the CIA. But it, I, I believe he was also blackmailing for himself. So what you're saying and, is that people in government are compromised. There's a lot of people in government. Are, uh, let's, let's look at Epstein right now. Um, 
there's been four presidential administrations. Jeffrey Epstein, that case has wended through four presidential administrations. Um, George W. Bush didn't inv initiate the investigation of Epstein. Um, Obama didn't in investigate a, in initiate an investigation of Epstein. Trump didn't initiate an investigation of Epstein. And now Biden hasn't initiated an investigation of Epstein. And we have 535 federal legislators in Washington, D.C., and none of them have initiated an investigation into Jeffrey Epstein. With Jeffrey Epstein, we see that the government has covered up for him, has, has covered up his child trafficking network. And the U.S. attorney for Southern Florida had a list of 32 underage victims. And the Department of Justice didn't indict Epstein on one count of child abuse, not one count. And it's pretty, the, the reason why, and it's, it's, it's about blackmail. It's about compromise. Our politicians are blackmail. Um, and, and people of power, we, we see a number of people in the financial industry, um, they're, they're also black men. They were part of Epstein. When I acquired Epstein's black book, it was basically a who's who of politics and, and high finance. And when I was first cutting my teeth on this story, I did get a hold of one of the black male photographers that worked for the Franklin Network. And I said, how does this work? I was just trying to you know, figure it out. And because it was kind of anathema to me that the government would be involved in yeah. flying children around. And, um, and he said, it's like you're on a yacht. And it's a beautiful day. And it's a beautiful yacht. And you can have anything you want on this yacht. But if you decide to get off the yacht, the people on the yacht are going to make sure that you drown. So once you're compromised, there's zero incentive to come out against it because pictures are going to be released and that'll be the end of the, your career. That'll be the end of your family. Um, yeah. And be... To my audience, I want to say that this, this is exactly why it can be an ho a household joke. Epstein didn't kill himself or the, the Clinton kill list. This is the, the, the American public knows this. It's, it, people laugh about it like it's a joke. Uh, this is how. Everyone knows and nothing ever happens. And this is why. This, this mechanism Nick's describing here, this is how this continues on. It's very important that Americans do something. With Epstein and also the Franklin case, in the very least, you have the government aiding and abetting child trafficking. If you're covering up uh, crime, you're aiding and abetting. So with Epstein, we have the government aiding and abetting child trafficking. And I started, myself and some others started an organization called Epstein Justice. And your listeners can go to EpsteinJustice.com and you can get involved in us. This is a grassroots movement. We're not going to get, we're not going to get money from the government. <laughs> we're not going to get money from powerful people. We're not going to get a lot of uh, press from the mainstream media. The mainstream media colluded in covering up Epstein. No one in the mainstream media. I started investigating Epstein in 2012. That's when I acquired his black book. And no one in the mainstream media 
has said anything about justice for these kids. Of course, because their no bosses one. own them. All these people, I'm sure, so, they're high-profile people in media that are in that book as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And I get into that with my Watergate book. But with Epstein, Americans can either just walk away from this and let our government get in, get away with alien betting trafficking. But I do believe that if someone augured into Epstein, that they would eventually run into the cesspool that makes our uh, laws. And, and that makes our laws that cause immense wealth polarization, that makes our laws to completely trample on our constitutional rights. Um, I do believe that. And, and we have to ultimately get rid of that cesspool or else uh, these malignant perps are going to take America off a cliff. Yeah. Can you talk about child services in this case in Nebraska? You know, they kind of, did they, were they complicit? Did they stand down? What happened? Because I know that there was reports, you know, through child services. So this is an agency that people, you know, trust. And what happened there? Um, there okay, there was, early on, there was a social worker that saw that something was wrong in one of the households. And she started to dig into it, and the FBI showed up at her doorstep and said, don't go any further. And it, these allegations were, they had bounced around in Nebraska Social Services, but when they eventually got to the Foster Care Review Board, they did something. And the Foster Care Review Board oversees um, the placement of foster care children. And a number of these kids that were trafficked were in the foster care system, or some of them anyway. And once it got to the Foster Care Review Board, they were the ones that went to the senators that formed the Franklin Committee and said, hey, okay. uh, Lawrence King is running at a phone network. Okay. Do we know why they kind of threw Lawrence King under the bus? Because at some point, you know, it, somebody had to have had enough with him. <laughs> Do we know why? Was Actually, it the millions of dollars? He well, he ran the, the, uh, the, the pedophile network with Craig Spence, who lived in Washington, D.C., whose house was the party house that was fitted for audiovisual blackmail. And Craig Spence killed himself. Um, and I do believe that he did kill himself, but I think he was given no other alternative. I think it was, you know, either you kill yourself or... And Lawrence King, he did some time. I mean, for his financial crimes, he did not do any time for uh, for molesting God knows how many children and pandering out God knows how many children. And one of the, the huge problems is he's out of prison and he's trying to get involved with organizations that would get him access to children. And oh. I, I've got him kicked out. I've got him kicked out of three of those organizations. But here I am, a journalist that's trying to protect children from a super predator. When I know that there are people in the federal government that know how predatory he is um, and know that he is a super predator. So it shows you how, um, how perverse this is on multiple levels. 
everyone just is, uh, you know, looking the other way in, in uh, you know, in self-preservation. Unfortunately, well, when you've got a system that's predicated on blackmail, and some people don't even need to be blackmailed. They're just willing to make a fast impact for money, power, and prestige. Money, power, and prestige is very, very seductive to people. And some, once they, I mean, I know of instances where people were compromised and it, and it, and it helped their career. I mean, Dennis Haster is a perfect example. He had uh, been molesting kids, molesting boys for 30 or 40 years. When he became Speaker of the House, I mean, he, he had a meteoric rise, and he became Speaker of the House. He was Speaker of the House for seven years, from 1999 to 2006. I think he was the longest-running Republican Speaker of the House. And then when he got out, um, he was being shaken down by someone that he molested. And the FBI could have easily have gone to the young man that was molesting him or blackmailing him who had been molested and gotten heavy with him, but they got heavy with Haster and put him in jail, which is very, very strange. For some reason, Haster decided to get off the yacht. And I think it might have been greed. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. And then the, there's Larry Craig. I, I wrote also co-authored a book called Confessions of a DC Man and the Politics of Sex, Lives, and Blackmail. And Yes, we have to go to break really fast, but I want to come back and talk about that book because there's a lot of parallels in there and how they're able to extort people and uh, carry out crimes. You're listening to Naturally Inspired Radio. We're with Nick Bryant. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to the School for Startups Minute with Jim Beach. All this week we're talking about cool things that AI, artificial intelligence, can actually do today to make your life easier. Chat GPT is not the only tool. There are hundreds of others. Today, I want to tell you about Illicit and what it can do for you right after this. This is Dr. Michael Garko for Strauss Naturals. Seasonal flu and acute respiratory infection caused by influenza viruses is associated with tens of thousands of deaths annually. Your immune system is the sentinel of your body against the flu. Strauss Naturals Immune Support Cold Storm Travel Bug or Smooth Oregano Drops supports a healthy immune and respiratory system. All Strauss products are backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit StraussNatural.com to learn more and click on Ask Dr. Garko if you have any questions. Chat GPT is not the only AI tool worth using. There's another one called Illicit. Using Illicit, you can load an article into the platform and then actually ask questions of the article. If you don't understand something, you can say, please explain paragraph three better so I understand it. It's really useful for academics and scholars and high school students trying to write a paper. It's by far the easiest way to research those papers that you'll ever find. Elicit with an E. Check it out. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that lowest prices just like that no solicitation just like that buying or selling 
just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that. Today's show is brought to you by PrepareWithTammy.com. One of the best ways to build independence and confidence is being prepared. Here at my home, 1890 Homestead, we focus on self-sufficiency like gardening, water filtration, and storable food. For more information and to order the supplies you need, go to PrepareWithTammy.com. back you're listening to your wednesday edition of naturally inspired radio and we have nick bryant joining us um nick i just got a text from one of our listeners uh that epstein in uh epsteinjustice.com if you go there that the link is broken to the donation uh campaign is there a way for people to reach you through email until that gets fixed so that or another way to get to that page are you aware of that um, I know that we've been having some difficulties. I would suggest to, that your listeners that they try us in a couple of days, but we've had some difficulties with that. Okay, sounds good. So just stay patient. I know a lot of our listeners will want to donate to that because that's a issue Correct. near and dear to our heart here in, in northern Colorado and all of our patriot groups and all of the uh, health groups that we are part of. I know that this topic comes up all the time. It's, uh, yeah, I would suggest to your listeners uh, that they read the Franklin scandal story of Power Brokers, Child Abuse and Betrayal. And um, I, as I said earlier, I spent seven years on that book, and I really, really proved it because I knew that there was such a high bar. I started writing this, and I started writing the Franklin scandal and investigating it in 2002. So this was before Epstein right. and before Haskell. And people were thinking that, I mean, I, I live in the heart of publishing in New York City, and I remember having pitch editors and publishers, and they would, I would see the cognitive dissonance in their eyes. Um, they would think to themselves, well, you know, this is really a horrible story, and I need to help Nick Bryant, or I can just say that Nick Bryant's crazy, and I can go home tonight and have a wonderful meal with my family. Exactly. And most, most of them chose that route. I don't think we can choose that route anymore, Nick. I think we're at a, a breaking point, I think, with COVID, with the lies against, you know, the American public when it comes to this war we're facing, everything. I don't think, I don't think we can carry on anymore like this, sticking our head in the sand. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about confessions? Because I think this will establish the pattern for our listeners in how people are blackmailed. Can you tell us more about Confessions of a DC Madam? Confessions of a DC Madam is about Henry Vincent, and he ran a gay escort service. And he, according to the Washington Post, ran the largest gay escort service that's ever been uncovered in Washington, D.C. And what happened with Henry was one day a CIA asset named Craig Spence said, I'd like to, and this is the worst day of his life, I think, so I'd like to get an escort from you. And, and we're talking mid-1980s, and Spence was spending up to um, $25,000 a month on, on gay escorts. And 
he had that house, as I said earlier, that was right for audiovisual blackmail. He was a CIA asset, and um, he was protected by the Secret Service, as crazy as that sounds. But uh, blackmail artists need to be protected. And I'll give you an example of someone who was definitely compromised. Larry Craig was a senator from Idaho. He was a, he was a Republican conservative family values guy. And he had been in Washington, D.C. for 25 years, first as a representative and then as a senator. And he, he was getting gay escorts from Henry, and he was getting gay escorts from other people. Um, and he ultimately got busted trying to pick up a vice cop in an airport in Minneapolis, Minnesota, in the bathroom. This is a U.S. senator trying to pick up someone in a bathroom. So there's no, I mean... I could have compromised Larry Craig. Anyone could have compromised. With a smartphone could have compromised Larry Craig. And he was in Washington, D.C. for 25 years. So there's no way that that guy could not have been compromised. He had the worst record voting against gay rights and uh, very much a hypocrite, as all of our politicians in D.C. are. But uh, blackmailing these people, compromising these people, I don't think is that difficult because... They have this potent alchemy of uh, lust and arrogance, and and nothing makes people stupid like lust and arrogance. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, do you, is it of your opinion then? There's kind of. Do you think there's grooming going on long term, like uh, in families to groom people into politics, or do you think this is like a personality type that is drawn to politics? What is your opinion on that? Well, I think that a lot of people are drawn to politics to do good things. Um, but I do believe that once you get to that national level, you're probably going to get compromised. It would be very difficult, and especially now with the, the, the NSA's ability to collect everything that we talk about, I, it would just make blackmailing people all the easier. So I, I think that... Blackmailing people is actually pretty easy. I don't think it's that tough. And we saw it with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, I believe that uh, Jeffrey Epstein's Florida home was wired for audiovisual blackmail. His uh, New York home was wired for audiovisual blackmail. And Orgy Island was wired for audiovisual blackmail. So if you took part in any illicit things that, Jeffrey Epstein was into you you got you were compromised and I think a lot of people as I said a lot of people are already on the yacht um so that's their their pathologies are just being fed it's it's not a matter of they're just cool with with being compromised they don't have any problems with it I mean and those are some major sociopaths that have a lot of power in our government yeah um, tell us a little bit more about the the book of Confessions of a DC Madam. What, do you take us through, uh, you know, certain scenarios? What what is it that the that you cover in the book? Well, um, well Henry. Okay, so Henry was a funeral director, mortician from West Virginia. He was he was naive, and it was just kind of a lark. He was going to these bars that had like a gay version of Chippendales. And he became friends with one of them, and he had dinner with one of them. And 
the the dancer said that he knew of an escort service that was up for sale for I think it was thirteen thousand dollars and Henry on a lark just decided to do it. He was a very straight laced guy, grew up in very he grew up in a southwest corner of West Virginia, very rural, um, very religious. Um so he just he was he decided to get his yayas out and um he he bought this escort service and and Henry is a brilliant guy. Stumbled he into a hornet's nest. Yellow, <laughs> it, well, he went through the yellow pages, and a lot of escort services are fly-by-night operations, and they don't pay their phone bill. Sure. So Henry would ca- called up all the escort services, and the ones that didn't pay their phone bill, he said, I'll, I will pay the arrears if you give me the numbers. So he ended up with all these numbers, and his, his escort service just grew exponentially. And then he met these two CIA assets and one of them was Craig Spence and he didn't know yet that he was over his head, but he would quickly find out Craig Spence invited him to have a talk with him at his mansion in Washington, DC. And Craig Spence just had seismic narcissism and, but he started to ask Henry about his life and where he went to college and, about his escort service, and Henry thought that he was watching the Red Sea Party, that this person with seismic narcissism would be at all interested in his life. Wow. So at a certain point, Craig Spence gets up, and he motions to Henry to follow him, and then he opens up a closet door, and behind the closet door there's a fake panel. And then all of a sudden, he's in this room that's filled with monitors. Fascinating. I can't wait to hear more about this. This is kind of reminding me of, of the same scenario of Barry Seal. It's like they've they've nailed a formula and now they know how to use it. We're talking to Nick Bryant. We'll be right back. This is Naturally Inspired Radio. Tommy here with Revo Knives. We're a Colorado company looking for local customers who own a business that want to make a gift for their customers or employees that they'll always use and remember. We customize our knives with your logo and information so they always look at who to get back to when they need your service. Head over to our website at RevoKnives.com or give us a call at 720-947-9599. And as always, live sharp. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Blade Stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, Bleed Stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. Have a comment or a question for Tammy? Call or text her at 877-536-1360. That's 877-536-1360. We're back. We're talking to Nick Bryant today. 
author, investigative journalist. Follow him on Twitter. His handle is at Nick, that's N-I-C-K underscore Bryant. And then visit his website. Underscore. So, and, and Nick Bryant, NYC.com is a website. And also he has a podcast, the Nick Bryant podcast. He's got a new book coming out called Watergate, a tale of extraordinary lies and liars, which I have, we're going to get to that. I'm going to make sure we get to that. Cause I want to know how that pertains to what we have just experienced here in this country and continue to experience. Um, but please continue on with confessions of a DC madam. So you have this guy who, it just reminded me of Barry Seal. Like Barry Seal's kind of this wild, adventurous guy. They're like, hey, you're a pilot. And all of a sudden he's a CIA uh, asset because he's kind of got that personality and uh, he's going to be able to do the job. Well, Henry did not have the personality of Barry Seal. He was a very introverted, shy person. Um, for him to, to do what he did was completely out of character. But anyway, Craig Spence took him into this room that had all these monitors. And he hit a couple of buttons, and then there was Henry talking about running his escort service. And Craig Spence said to him, I blackmail people for a living and consider yourself blackmail. That's how easy it is. Wow. And, and Henry really had, at a certain point, the CIA assets started to pressure him to get them children, and he refused to do that. He just wouldn't do it. And he experienced a lot of their wrath. And then he wouldn't cover up for someone that was very high in government. And ultimately what happened was he was... A, so here's a guy that's just running an escort service. That's all he's doing is running an escort service. And he was indicted on a 43-count RICO indictment. And he was looking at 300 years in prison. And the government said to him, because he'd seen a lot of stuff, he, he knew a lot. The government said to him, or the prosecutor said to him, you can either talk, and it'll be somewhat embarrassing for us to cover this up, but if you talk, we're going to make sure you spend the rest of your life in prison. If you don't talk, we'll only give you five or six years. So that was the deal that he made. So even though he didn't really have the personality of like Barry Seal, but he had that underlying no. lust, but that underlying lust to pursue the escort service to fulfill his own preferences. And yes. Yeah. So it was a different driver, but still like same formula, right? Taking a normal person, turning them into a CIA uh, asset where they can compromise government officials. I'm sure heads of corporations, all kinds of different powerful people, correct? Yes. I mean, it's amazing that the, our checks and balances really is blackmail. And it's amazing that so few people realize that. And Jager Hooper was a blackmail artist, and he had lots of people blackmailed. And I think people are very naive about this um, because they think, well, J Jager Hooper's dead, so there's got to be no more government blackmail. But I think... I mean, the CIA was always into blackmailing people, but I think that the CIA, after Hoover's death, took the lead on on blackmail. I mean, that's that's I've, I've been at this for a long time, and that's my personal opinion on it. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying that the FBI doesn't do it, but I'm saying it's more of a CIA thing. 
And so with your new book, and, and, your new book, Watergate, and, is are there parallels to what we've experienced? I mean, I just read the foreword uh, or, or the description rather uh, about it, but I, I got the sense that you're, you're maybe laying out Nixon's fate and kind of using that as a display of, of, of just what might be going on today. And certainly maybe even in the 2020 election or the 2016 election. What, what hit me to uh, Watergate was I'd written two books on sexual blackmail and at the heart of Watergate. And it's amazing to me that this has been covered up as long as it's been covered up. Although there have been some good books written about it, uh, Jim Hogan's uh, Secret Agenda and Len Kalodning's Silent Coup. But at the heart of Watergate is a CIA blackmail operation, sexual blackmail operation. Oh, wow. And you would go into the, uh, the D- Democratic National Committee was in um, the Watergate building. And the burglars that got busted in the Watergate building, their uh, uh, cameras were set up on the secretary's desk named Maxie Wells. And Maxie Wells had like an album of prostitutes that were at the Columbia Plaza, which was a CIA blackmail operation. So Democratic big shots would go to Maxie Wells and she would give them the album. And then they'd page through and see what, uh, what prostitute they wanted. And then it would be arranged at the Columbia Plaza and then they would be blackmailed. So, and that's where the burglar's cameras were set up on her desk and actually, one of the burglars had a key to her desk where the album was, was kept. So there were a couple of different agendas going on during Watergate, but um, sexual blackmail, getting information on the Democratic sexual, CIA sexual blackmail was certainly one of them. That is fascinating. Um, the illusion... Can you speak to the illusion of a two-party system? Because <laughs> I've, I, I've come to know that, that this is a uniparty and has been for a long time. Do you think that, are, did you discover that that's essentially what was happening back then, that there, there was kind of this working of both sides? Oh, absolutely. As I said earlier, the Republicans were into molesting little boys and the Democrats were into molesting little girls. It's... If if both sides weren't compromised, there would have been someone would have screamed for justice for yeah. all those Epstein kids. Think of those kids. I mean, look at all those children that were molested. Epstein operated for twenty five years, um, and he had an appetite where he could molest three minors a day, and then throw in the appetites of his friends. So all those little girls got molested and nothing, none of, like I said, none of our legislators, and you might like this guy or you might like that guy or might think this guy is good, but none of them have called for an investigation into Jeffrey Epstein, not not one of them. And if you go to EpsteinJustice.com, you can write a letter to your, we've, we've got a form letter that you can write to uh, your representative and the representatives and the senator, senator that also represent you and um and if your audience is running into problems 
donating, they can, they can go to EpsteinJustice.com and go to info at EpsteinJustice.com and leave us an email. And once we correct this, because I, I was told about this, that we're having some problems with that, then leave us an email and perfect. Absolutely perfect. So go to info at EpsteinJustice.com. We have one more segment with Nick coming up, so stay tuned because we're going to get his opinion on just what we should be discerning in the media today. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. We're back. This is Naturally Inspired Radio. I'm Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia. We are talking to Nick Bryant today. Uh, you can visit Nick Bryant nyc.com for his website and check out his podcast, the Nick Bryant Podcast. Um, Nick, I wanted to uh, ask you about how you take in news because, you know, this is obviously this has changed your worldview, this, this type of investigative reporting. Um, well, I don't know what kind of, of worldview you started out with, if you were like a critical thinking kid or, or what led you to investigative journalism. But now when you look at news, when you see something, where do you start and how do you figure out what, what, what kind of like what's going on? What's really going on? Uh, truth, in my opinion, requires some work. Um, I don't really expect to get much truth in the mainstream media. As you said early on, six corporations own 90% of the media. So I don't believe that I'm going to get a narrative that the government doesn't want. I mean, if the government wanted to break up those conglomerates, it could do so with the Sherman Antitrust Act tomorrow. So I believe that some type of deal has been made between those conglomerates and the government. Um, and I just don't trust the mainstream media at this point. And there are certain sites that I trust. I've, I've got a network of people that are also journalists or researchers that, that I trust. Um, but it's really hard to get the truth in real time, for sure. And with the Franklin scandal, I'm, you know, I got into the Epstein, Epstein scandal in 2012, and I'm still learning about it. Yeah. And 
I've concluded that that while the Epstein scandal was an intelligence op for sure, and I believe that there's attorneys now that are representing these victims that are an intelligence op. And I'm coming out the Nick Bryan podcast this Friday. I'll, I'm going to release my latest um, investigation into some of these attorneys. And some of these attorneys have been are, are really, really dirty that are representing these uh, victims. Wow. What do you mean by dirty? Dirty. <laughs> uh, one of them has had a whole career of covering things up and criminality. And actually, he was having an affair with one of a very one of the very damaged victims. Um, I know two therapists that have. Oh my gosh! Exploiting uh, one of the victims. Yes. Oh boy. And, and and this guy's really bad news. His name is Stan Pottinger. And then I know two therapists, uh, esteemed therapists, I, because I've been writing a lot in, about child trafficking. I. Um, I've spoken at the International Society for the Study of Trauma Dissociation at their international conference, and um, and actually I've contributed a chapter on dissociation to one of the books. And two of those therapists that are affiliated with that organization have clients that were molested by uh, Epstein et al. when they were under 10 years old. And they've tried to get money from that Epstein Victims Compensation Fund, and they're not, they're being rejected because the Epstein narrative is the youngest was 14 years old, when actually these kids were younger than 10. Now, Epstein liked pubescent girls, but he was a psychopath. If you wanted a 10-year-old, Jeffrey Epstein would get you a 10-year-old. Same with uh, Lawrence E. King. Um, or Craig Spence in the Franklin scandal. Um, they were both into pubescent boys, but if if you wanted an eight-year-old or a seven-year-old, they would supply it. Sure, because I mean, it was ammunition for them. Yep. They didn't have things of conscience, too. So that is an, another issue that needs to be addressed, is these children that were molested by that Epstein network who were under 10 years old, or under 14 years old, that and and these lawyers, David Boyce and his law firm, um, and Stan Pottinger, are just covering this up. And um, and that victims' compensation fund. Once you get a settlement from them, you cannot sue anyone else. You cannot sue any of your perpetrators. We have been talking to Nick Bryant. Uh, for more information, visit nickbryantnyc.com. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Look for his new book, Watergate, A Tale of Extraordinary Lies and Liars. I could talk to Nick uh, much longer. Hopefully we can get him on the podcast so we can have an uninterrupted conversation. Thank you so much, Nick, for joining us. This has been Naturally Inspired Radio. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, or are they taking